thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, a new review from the University of Turku, Finland, has shown that red, purple, and blue pigments in fruits, vegetables, and tubers called anthocyanins may be able to reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes by modulating energy metabolism, inflammation, and the gut microbiome. Acylated anthocyanins can be found in purple potatoes, purple sweet potatoes, radishes, purple carrots, and red cabbages. And whilst these are poorly absorbed by the body, they do act as a probiotic. Studies have shown that they can improve intestinal absorption, maintain gut microbiota homeostasis, suppress pro-inflammatory pathways, and modulate glucose and lipid metabolisms. As always, the links are in the show notes. And this is only a short summary of this one, but I did find it fascinating, so I really wanted to make sure I included this in the podcast because it raises a couple of really key questions for me. And, and the first one of them is, I wonder whether we've evolved our fruits and vegetables too far. You know, not necessarily just talking about genetic manipulation here, although we know that is starting to occur and, and there are obvious concerns around that. But even just in terms of selective breeding of our fruits and vegetables, you know, we've all seen, I think, those pictures of, you know, heirloom vegetables and just how different they look to the fruits and vegetables we have today. And, and when I start looking at this one, the first thing that struck out to me was purple carrots as one example, being from what I understand, a more natural evolutionary state of a carrot before it was selectively bred to appear as the carrots that we see today. And then when you look at this study and realize that those purple carrots actually have do have some additional nutritional advantages, particularly for type 2 diabetics, then it does make you ponder whether by changing our fruits and vegetables generally so that they are bigger, generally so that they are sweeter, and generally so that they are more palatable, I guess, uh, you know, look nicer, stronger colors, those sort of things. Have we evolved our food away from being as nutritious as it possibly could be? Even, I'm talking about here, our fruits and vegetables, even the ones that aren't genetically modified. And so I think it's something we really need to start having a look at. We need to consider whether we need to go back to perhaps some more of those heirloom varieties, whether having you know, organically grown heirloom variety fruits and vegetables might give us a greater variety of nutrients and a more evolutionarily appropriate degree of vitamins and minerals that our bodies actually require in order to stay healthy. You know, the other thing that I think of when I think of this is, uh, you know, I guess the recommendation from from nutritionists and, and people alike that we should eat the rainbow, you know, and I often wonder about that recommendation and that advice. You know, I think of things often, as you would know, from a hunter-gatherer perspective, and I look at, for example, Inuit populations or really any of the hunter-gatherer populations around the world and think, well, they didn't have a rainbow of fruits and vegetables available, and, and they certainly didn't have a rainbow of fruits and vegetables available all year round. And so then when I start seeing studies like this that show the benefits of purple carrots, for example, I wonder, well, what were the, what were the societies who didn't have availability of purple carrots? What were they doing? How were they getting those nutrients? And so I, I do sometimes sort of resist the urge to recommend people to eat the rainbow. Not that I think it's bad advice, because I do think that, you know, by eating a broad range of fruits and vegetables, you are going to get a broad range of nutrients, especially if you're having lots of vegetables. Sometimes I think we can overdo it with the fruits because of the abundant supply and the, and the readily, readily available nature of fruits in our modern world, which would have been 
much more limited, I think, in a hunter-gatherer society. But, but nevertheless, I think eating a broad range of fruits and vegetables and even meats and cuts of meats is a good way to get a broad range of nutrients in, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But I also do think that if you look back at some of those hunter-gatherer societies and realize that they didn't necessarily have that variety and yet still seem to thrive. You know, we look at tribes in Papua New Guinea where they were eating 80% sweet potatoes, you know. And once again, as I said, the Inuits on the opposite end of the spectrum eating just, you know, meat and blubber. Yeah, they weren't getting that sort of variety, but what they were getting was whole real foods, you know, healthy lifestyles. I think what they weren't doing was, you know, eating the junk food that we're eating now, eating the processed food, killing off their microbiome in the way that we do in our modern world, whether that be with our food and, you know, alcohol and too much sugar and too much processed food or, or whether that be through our medications, um, you know, supplementations in our water, all of those sort of things. If we weren't killing off our microbiome so much, maybe then we wouldn't need to have such a huge variety of foods in order to try and patch it up and try and restore it. So, yeah, maybe we need to start thinking about getting to the cause and, and rather than focusing on you know, eating the rainbow, maybe we need to focus on not killing off our microbiome in the first place. Anyway, I feel like that's a bit of a tangent for this one, but I did think it was interesting and I wanted to share it with you and just kind of share my thoughts around eating the rainbow and share my thoughts around sort of heirloom and organic foods as well. And so, you know, I guess I do recommend that you eat a wide variety of healthy whole foods, you know, meats, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. I think getting a good spectrum there does give you the best chance of getting the broadest range of nutrients available. As I said, I think don't overdo it on the fruits, but certainly they can form a part of a really healthy diet and provide some great nutrients too. So I think it's a matter of, once again, keeping it simple, but also getting back as close to nature as we can. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.